This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From the Sleep Number Studios, TomBernardShow.com with Mike Rasmussen, Mike Molina. And Rasmussen. And of course we have, you know, Mike is still the worst on microphones. He still is. <laughs> They're never all turned up. Anyway, uh, it's not Mike's fault, though, that Catherine and Andy didn't respond because I don't know what they're doing, but they're in studio. They'll be with us. We'll find out next when they're going to be with us on the TomBernardShow.com. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Mike never turns the mics on. Oh, well, if people, I usually wait for people to put them on. And no. That they don't, they no don't excuse. Rustle. No excuse. I'd like to do sound checks at least five minutes before the show. I agree so, with yeah. you. No, I so agree. It's loud. It's unbelievable. Why, who was sitting there last? I don't know. Uh, Alex a, is here. There's been a dozen shows since Alex was here last well, I suppose that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long yeah. It smells really bad in here. Why? Out there and in here. It smells oh, like chicken wings. Like farts and sweat. It's really bad. Chicken it's wings. chicken wings. <laughs> it's really gross. Well, it's chicken wings. I'm oh, sorry. To most people, it it's literally Molina. smells like farts and sweat. That's Molina. It's his fault. really unpleasant. You should not ever order those again. Well, they're delicious. They smell horrible. Oh, well, stop your pissing and moaning and no. go have some kale. Exactly. Oh, my God. You and your kale. Are we going out to dinner tomorrow night? Kale. 
<clears throat> we're gonna do whatever. I don't know. You were Tomorrow. supposed to call me, and you never did. And so when was I maybe supposed I made to call plans. You're you supposed to call me yesterday. You didn't. Oh, I got home late as hell. You're supposed, supposed to call me midday. You said. I know, but I couldn't do it. I was in meetings all day. Talk to the hand, because the face ain't listening. Okay, Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Oprah. Oprah. She used to do that all the time. Talk to the hand. Huh? She did? Yes. You. I'm so obnoxious. Yeah. Hey, how's Selma doing? Stiff! <laughs> oh, my God. Where's Mom Great and story Andy? about a great man, and you screwed it up, sister. Where are Mom and Andy? I don't uh, know. They're, they're going to turn themselves up here once they're back. I, I don't understand why oh, they're so not they around. Oh, went down again? Well, we're going to do... No, it didn't go down. Oh. Or why would it go down? I have no, it's just... He was doing something... Setting up a new board or something like that, so... Oh, he's oh. setting up the VOIP. So it's not uh, up yet. Why? We're connected on we're connected on Skype, but he can't hear us, or we can't. Well, we can't hear him for well, sure. I, so I can't yeah. deal with it anymore. Yeah. We just we just cannot deal with this shit anymore. I was gone for two days, and nothing still got done. Shit. No, it, they were on perfectly when yeah. you were gone. I know. What's the problem? It's you. It's my fault. Obviously. It is my fault. God, this morning, Sansevier's lucky he's still alive. I was thanking Why? listeners. I met a bunch of listeners on the flight back back home from Chicago last night, and I was thanking them for listening and doing all this stuff, and you know how nice it is that that they would uh, have their pictures taken with me and say hello and support the show, and it's just so great. And right in the middle of me thanking them, Bob goes, "What kind of place is this? My computer doesn't work." Oh, like, what is wrong with you, you Jersey Dago? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Melina liked That's... that comment. Dago. Anyway, he starts bitching about his computer right in the middle of me thanking the listeners. He's like, okay, Bob. It's classy. Whatever. Whatever. Pro-Russian rebels in the eastern Ukraine rejected a previously signed peace deal today and announced a new multi-pronged offensive against Ukrainian government troops. The reason we bring that up, uh, there's a very simple reason we bring it up. It's because uh, America is the worst place, horrible place on earth, just horrendous, treats people just terribly. But nobody else in the goddamn globe can get along. How are we the worst place on earth where they're all killing each other around the world, but America sucks? Oh, okay. Because we yeah. take it. Yeah, that's exactly why, because we take it. Who's on uh, the hold? On hold. Uh, on the phone? A, a guest caller. <laughs> caller, are you there? Hello, how are you? It's Paul Mercurio. Paul! Yeah. Mark. Are you Boy, our there's buddy a lot Paul. of whining going on. Someone needs to get Ray Rice in that room, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know, Gilbert did have a great great joke about that. I don't think that Ray Rice understood me. I saw a picture of his wife or his girlfriend at the time, and I said, you should hit that. <laughs> That's a great joke. Oh, my God. Hey, it's so funny you should mention that because he is my this week's guest on my podcast. That's what uh, I thought. I thought that was true. Yeah, great interview with him. We did it before a, a live audience uh, in the village. We taped it as a TV show version of my uh, digital radio show. I'm not calling it a podcast anymore because no. he taught me. Oh, I can't Sensei. stand podcasts. It's a digital radio. No one owns an iPod anymore. Yeah, exactly. And it's a, I never thought of it until you said it, but you're exactly right. Yes. And uh, digital radio. And so we did a live taping with him, and he was so funny. And talks about how he um, goes to that point of being inappropriate, like the tsunami jokes that got him kicked off as the voice of the Aflac Duck, and right. why he does that. And you know, he did uh, 
he did that joke after 9-11, like two weeks after 9-11. He, they were doing a roast uh, at the Friars Club in New York for Hugh Hefner, and he said, I, I can't, I uh, got to run, I can't stay, I got uh, I got a flight, and uh, I'm running late, and it's going to make a stop at the Empire State Building. <laughs> and the place just went, oh, my God. I remember. I do remember. He's a fascinating guy, really fun thing. But, uh, yeah, so we, got, we got that going on this week on the podcast. On uh, paulmercurio.com. Mm-hmm. That's it. paulmercurio.com with no, it's M-E-C-U-R-I-O. Right. Don't okay. Put the other R in there. You end up with that uh, Australian dancer with tight pants. Exactly. So if want to, and uh, if you want to see that, that's who you go to. But yeah. And uh, so what's going on? You got the daughter there. She's complaining, yelling at you. What's going on? No, she's, well, no, she's yelling at me because she told me to talk to the hand, and I said, "Okay, Oprah." I was joking about the talk. No, she was late. I would never actually use that. She was late. Number one, there was a stalled truck I don't care. on one hundred. I was here on time. And then there was. Well, you live eight minutes away. I was wise. I live thirty. <laughs> I was wise away. to move eight minutes away. Yeah. Well, blame but he's, Dan. He's older than you, and he moves slower than you. It takes oh, longer to get ready. Here we go. Very true. Anyway, I wanted to make sure that people, uh, paulmercurio.com, Gilbert Godfrey. Last week's guest was Larry the Cable Guy, another great show. And Paul, uh, it's not really an announcement, but Paul and I Can you hear us? There they are. Paul, can you hear them? I can. Hello. How are you? It's Paul Mercurio. Hi. Sorry. Last time I was on, you you weren't able to connect. So nice to hear you this time. Yeah, they're working <laughs> on some. Well, you know what's it, what happened, Paul? Is it new technology that phone lines have uh, are really outmoded now, and it's all digital. It's a it's a much right. better signal anyway. But it's just the switchovers driving me nuts. But it shouldn't because it you know it takes a while to switch things over. Oh, it'll be way easy to switch you over. It's just the way you have your studio wired down here. It's insane. I didn't wire it. <laughs> well, yeah. thank God for Was it Matt Hatter wire it? Uh, probably. I tell you, when, I, when in doubt, I always blame Tom for everything, even when I'm home. I just blame Tom. It's it Tom's is his fault. studio. Me too. Well, you I didn't wire it. Jesus, <laughs> Mary and Joseph. Do we sound okay? You can't prove you didn't wire it. You sound great. You sound like you're right there. You sound 20 years younger than Tom, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder why that is. (laughs) Why do you think she sounds so much younger than me? Let me think it over. Again. What do you mean, awe? Don't give me that pitiful thing, that pity thing. Oh, really, you are a lot older than me. Thanks, honey. Hey, I'm going to be down in Florida on the 30th. Maybe I'll see you guys if you're there. The 30th of January? Yeah, I'm going to Delray Beach to do a fundraiser for the Delray Beach Public I get, Library. I get in there. that night at uh, like 7.30. Woo! Party at Tom's house, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you going to be there the weekend or are you leaving? I'm drunk and rewire your house. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we need, Paul. Anyway, what I was saying, what I was going to say was... Uh, that Paul and I are going to be working together in the future. Can't really talk about what we're going to work on, but we're going to work together in the future, and it's going to be a ball. A part, it was part of why I went to Chicago for two days. Uh, just I can't, Like I said, I can't talk about it yet, but uh, we're going to work with Paul. We're going to work with a bunch of really good people. It's going to be a very, very exciting uh, venture. I'm very and, excited uh, about it. We're going to have a we're going to have our own man man apartment in Chicago, a secret apartment. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it was. That's exactly right. And you know what? It's going to smell like farts and chicken wings. 
You're not going to like the smell, my little kale-eating girl. You're not going to like it, right? <laughs> well, we were at uh, Whole Foods today, and never said do. collard greens are hey. the new kale. They are. Collards so, are the new kale. So, just so you know. Oh, I knew that a long time ago. I like collards more than kale. Collard yeah. greens is like dandelion leaves. Actually, dandelion leaves are a lot worse and they're really good for you. They're really bitter. Oh, of course they're good oh, for you. God. They taste like shit. They have to be great for you. <laughs> exactly. Give me a piece of pizza. Hey, speaking of which, if you guys come to New York, i got to take you this. Uh, I took my wife out like uh, I, owe her, I owed her a nice night out, so I took her out to dinner the other night downtown. It's a really great Italian restaurant called uh, Il Molino down in the village. Oh, Mali- Il Molino is wonderful. It's great, yeah. We uh, and we did like the whole thing. We don't usually do this. We did like the whole like six courses, and you know, we started out with some bruschetta bascaglia. Uh, <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Yeah, and then we had Wonderful. some um, uh, eggplant rollatini, and then some ansalata um, d'anaplio. It's a beautiful. It was beautiful. It was <laughs> Alex took off her headphones. Put your headphones on. We have a guest. <laughs> Put and your then, headphones on. We went to the pasta course. We had some baked roly bolognese. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you did you have any gabagool? I had a gabagool. Hey, I gave my wife the gabagool. That was the dessert. You I know what you, I mean? I thought you gave her the brajool. Okay. <laughs> it's been a good day. I'll see you guys later. It's and then fun. we had some ravioli ragasta. <laughs> <laughs> So much fun for everybody. <laughs> and I said to the waiter, you know, it'd be nice to have like a light fish dish. So we had some bronzino. Bronzino. <laughs> and did you run into Vinnie Babanano? <laughs> Vinnie Babanano and Marco Manzanaro. Marco Manzanaro. By Tuesday. <laughs> One of the great things for for new listeners, Alex gets upset when I when I pronounce Italian dishes properly. She no, thinks I'm okay, making up an here, accent. No, here, you are properly. making up an accent. Well, no, you're not making it up. No, you're just pretending I'm to be Italian. See, you're Italian. It's no, okay. So you have to say every single dish in the accent of that country whenever you say it. If you do it with Italian, you have to do it with everything. Yeah, I've always wanted to come in here and now that i got a mustache the timing feels right wow all this stuff looks pretty good uh can we get some salami and brian brian let me handle this uh scusi babbit a boopy kick off what are you doing speaking italian babbit a boopy babbit a boopy babbit a babbit a peter you can't speak italian just because you have a mustache boopy the papa boopy baby boopy baby 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 Anytime I go to an Italian restaurant, that's exactly what happens. I honest to God. And I had, by the way, best dessert in the city. I had some tiramisu. Tiramisu. Sweet Jesus. You could also sound Japanese and you say that. Tiramisu. Tiramisu. Andy, how do you say tiramisu in Japanese? Yep. Tiramisu. Yeah, I thought so. Tiramisu. Tiramisu. What happened was for new... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I want to listen to you. I want to listen to you. Go ahead. Well, there was another dish I had that I think Alice really got, but we had a little uh, mozzarella du buffalo, and uh, <laughs> it was a beautiful thing. Uh, I think this is your father's right. You have to pronounce the words in a, in a, in a respect for the language and the people of Italy. Right. You can't. So ridiculous. Amen. Oh, wait, hold on. Dad says it's pronounced mozzarella. It's mozzarella. Mozzarella, is that right? Oh, my God, I'm going to throw it. Yeah, you can do a mozzarella, a mozzarella. Uh, there's gabagol. There's, uh, oh, there was wow. a tortellini alla scala. When you have that. This is what I wanted. 
Tortellini. Okay, Dad, it's so much worse when you do it. <laughs> Why? It's way worse when you I'm do say, it. Okay, it's, Paul, no, Dad, pick a dish we're and say No, we're done with this. No. All right, we're going to wrap this up in a lovely right, present ready? that it was to me today and send it away to someone else. Hey, let me done. tell you something there, Missy. I have six menus in front of me. I had my wife print them out and I had to yeah. research them. You're going to like this bit. <laughs> I have Emmy and Peabody's award, and a, and a kid who's got his braces off and has a heart on all day. You don't think I got better things to do? Menu. I hope you do. I hope you do. All right, here's one more. Uh, this is my hell. Tortellini carbonara. Carbonara. Molto bene. Anyone but How's you. How's your knocky? Is your knocky good? You got to take care of your knocky. You got to put stuff on your knocky when it gets cold because it can get a rash. You, you know? know what I really like, though, Paulie? <laughs> mm. I love the gnocchi alla griglia. Oh. The grilled gnocchi, mm. gnocchi is just phenomenal. It is. It's that the little. Stick of the manza alla griglia. Oh, it just, Jesus. Yeah. How do you. Here's another great word. Farfalle. 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 Butterfly. Farfalle. But yes, Papale Primavera. Look, you want to have sex with me? The minute I said that, I could feel it. I could feel it. <laughs> I'm going to walk around in your house in Florida with my, just my underwear, just saying di- Italian dishes. Hey, where's my Papale Primavera? Come on. Come over here. Hey. You and Dad can have a grand old time with that. I'll be in Minnesota. She's taking it really well. I think she's not going to be here when you're here. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, by the way, when I come back to Minnesota to do stand up, I'm having you. I'm getting you kidnapped. I'm going to have you put in the front row, tied down, and I'm going to do 45 minutes of Italian dishes. And <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something everyone will love. <laughs> Sounds like it'd go over really well. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, that's. By one. the way, I'm really hungry. Reading all these menus. I know it's <laughs> making me hungry too. By the way, Il Molino is our favorite restaurant in New York City. It's just I've phenomenal. I've never been there in my life. Yeah. He's lying to you. Oh, really You've great. been there like three times. I've never been there in my entire life. In the life. Gramercy Hotel? That's a different restaurant. Oh, that's right. It's not Il Molino. It's uh... Mayalino. Mayalino. There you go. Have you ever been to Mayalino in the know, Gramercy Hotel? It's close. It's fine. Yeah. Il Molino was the one yeah, that was going to come. Yeah, Italians, we all sound alike to you wasps. I yeah. know how that is. Yeah, wasp. I'm an Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Good when luck to me. you come up to Minnesota, you're going to have some hat dish? A hat dish. You have some you hat have some dish. Oh, you could have some hot dish or some walleye. I want to have. Are you a vegetarian? Like you speak Italian. I am a pescatarian, so I eat fish. He's a pescatarian. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You have to say it correctly, or else you sound like an idiot. You really do. There's no question about it. Uh, I need to explain to new listeners that uh, Paul Mercurio was nice enough. I was on the phone with him last week talking some business stuff, and I pointed out that Alex hates it when I I pronounce the uh, name Italian dishes correctly. She just hates it. No, you pronounce them obnoxious. So he said, "Well, correctly." Hyper correctly. Not hyper correctly. Yes, you just heard. Correctly. You just heard your uncle yeah, Paul Mercurio. A, number one, he's not my uncle. <laughs> Pronounce him correctly. Two, I heard him he's screaming the names of dishes. I don't think that's how you're supposed to do it. He's doing a bit. It's called, no, doing a bit. He's not doing a bit. You just That's called it a talks. bit like two minutes no, ago. This is how I say these words. Antalata sure. mista. Yeah. I want a salad. 
That's insalata mista. Well, like I said, you have to pronounce everything at every restaurant in the <laughs> accent of that country. I did ask for a bologna sandwich the other day, which I thought was... <laughs> you would. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> This is so much fun to torture someone. Someone. I, I just love me. it. I I'm going to have you a hat made of gabagol. Let's gabagol. <laughs> Capicola is how... Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, that's the worst. There's another yeah, thing called Capa- mortadelle. You know what mortadelle is? I know. I love mortadelle. Yeah, it's a roll. For people listening who don't know, it's a basically a roll of bologna, and then they thought, hmm, how could we make it worse for people? I know. Let's put hunks of fat in it. That's exactly yeah, what they did, too. Gross. I was going to say, Dan wants that. <laughs> <laughs> he loves eating fat. It's like his favorite thing. Well, it's really, really have a great impression on him because he's so overweight. Yeah. <laughs> really saying, killing him. He loves eating fat. Uh, Paul, I, I tell you, this is uh, this has been a great treat, man. For everyone, you're the best. Hey, it's been an absolute hear this on KQ next week. I could I could call in and talk to you about my beef gorgonzola. It would be a beautiful thing. It'll be Andy. You're gonna put this on the back. Paul, do you know about that? That the the best of. The Tom Bernard Show dot com, the digital radio show, is now played on KQRS on Sunday mornings from six to eight. Oh, that's awesome! No, I didn't know that. That's yes. terrific. Oh, I hope this. I hope this makes it to cut because I love hearing Alex oh, squirm. It will. <laughs> oh, I think this is for sure making. The cut. I think it's making the cut, man. I'm pretty sure it'll make the cut. Uh, uh, all right. Well, Alex, I love you. You know, I'm uh, sort of only kidding a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> all right. So you're going to be you're going to be there the night of the thirtieth, and then when are you when are you going back to New York? I think I'm actually going to stay till Sunday. I may I may connect with the old college buddy Saturday night, but I, I'm, uh, I'll talk to you this week and let you know. I'm flying on Thursday night after the Daily Show taping. I have my event Friday night that I'm performing at, and then All right. I think I'm going to try to stay till Sunday morning and fly back okay. Sunday morning. Well, we have to have lunch or dinner or something while you're there. Yeah, coffee or something would be great. We'll, oh, uh, coffee. Hang out and we'll, yeah, we'll get some cannoli. Espresso. And, uh, oh, my God. What have I ever done to either of you? (laughs) PaulMercurio.com. This week's guest, Gilbert Gottfried. Last week's guest, of course, Larry the Cable Guy. He's had Paul McCartney on his. I've never had Paul McCartney on my show. But on his digital radio show, you've had so many great people. Stone Cold Steve Austin, Paul McCartney, you can find on paulmercurio.com. Stephen Colbert, Jay Leno, really fun people. You, you did it. We had a great conversation with you. You're on it. So all your fans should go hear that because that's another side of Tom that maybe you don't know. The part where he weeps a lot and we have to pull him out of his chair. But it was good. It was an hour of that. (laughs) Exactly. It's exactly what happened. So you can uh, find that all on paulmercurio.com. Uh, we can put a link to it on our, our website as well. That I think is mm-hmm. a great idea. So yeah. say say hello to all your big shot friends, and then I'll see you uh, in a week. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Take man. care, guys. Fun time. I'll talk to you soon. That was great. Paul McCurio, ladies and gentlemen. P-A-U-L-M-E-C-U-R-I-O.com. PaulMercurio.com. Some phenomenal interviews on there. Paul is head writer and executive producer of The Daily Show with Jon Stewart for years and years and years, and now he's moving on to his own things and... Paul and I are working on another thing that might work together on, on the digital format. Called We Like to Sound Italian. <laughs> well, he is Italian. Hey, he's 100% Italian from uh, Providence, Rhode Island. You can't get more Italian than that. Yeah, see, he's actually Italian. That's where the Patriarca family is from, who line. runs the mafia in America. <laughs> so, I had a dream last night that Dan got arrested for organized crime. Way to go, Dan. 
Rico. Yeah. Just call him Rico <laughs> Rasmussen from now yeah. on. It's because, like, it's, he, it's because he took that illegal, illegal Uber. That's yep. right. He took an illegal, he took an illegal, illegal Uber. Uber? Yeah, yeah they're illegal that. in uh, West Palm Beach here. I they're illegal. Yeah. Yep. They were arresting They have not been uh-huh. sanctioned. Really? So they're getting, I did not yeah, know the, t- that. the drivers can get up to a $2,500 ticket. Hmm. All right. We have to we are going to take a break here very quickly. Back in 60 seconds from the Sleep Number Studios, TomBernardShow.com. Our newest digital radio show partner. Just happens to be my favorite pizza in town. I'm talking Red Savoy pizza. It's wonderful stuff. Iconic, award-winning pizzeria. <laughs> Good, she responded. That's been making gourmet pizzas for nearly 50 years. My favorite is their pepperoni, sausage and green olive pizza. A little bit of sauerkraut on there. It's wonderful. They do it up just perfectly. And the key is it's not too salty. Unbelievable flavor. They started right here in St. Paul. And by the way, when I was in Chicago, I had some pizza not even close to as good as Red Savoy. They started right here in St. Paul with their signature old school thin crust pizza. That's a must-have for pizza lovers. What you'll find at Savoy is they use only the finest ingredients and never hold back on cheese or toppings. But the sauce, the sauce is what really sets Savoy pizza apart from the rest. Their original family recipe sauce has been described as spicy and sassy. Maybe just what uh, makes this pizza one of the best. It's definitely the best. Try a square of their mouth-watering pizza at any of their 14 locations. Find a location at SavoyPizza.com. We are back. The entire family's on the show for the first time in a long time. It's wonderful. For the family to all be here, we consider Melina to be a member of the family, so we're all together. The whole family's here. I want to thank uh, Mr. Fun, Joe Anderson, for sitting in on Wednesday. Did a terrific job. It was very nice of him. Most definitely. And Ron Rosenbaum yesterday, another terrific job. Ron, of course, would be my, my agent and my attorney and all that stuff that Jews do. No, I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, Ron's a terrific guy. He's a very, very good friend. And so I want to thank him. Next week, uh, when I'm in Atlanta, I'm going down to see uh, everybody with Cumulus, talk about some other things again. And uh, I'll be there next Thursday and Friday. And uh, Thursday, Ron Rosenbaum will again host uh, this show. And on Friday, a special treat for everyone. Should be great. Don Shelby will be hosting this show a week from today. Is that that guy that used to be on the news? Yeah, I think he used to be on the news. No, Channel 4. No, he died a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely Louis, yes, exactly. Louis yeah. classic story. No, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> he's standing right there. Is that Louis Anderson? No, no, he died. A long time ago. <laughs> a long time ago. Uh, I just got word today. They're, we're doing a, We're going to have a... Uh, about a six to eight minute piece on well I, I don't want to tell you where it is yet but they're going to do kind of like a what would you call it like an expose. expose it's not an expose I didn't commit oh, a crime please don't expose no. yourself ah, something the public yes we'll talk more about that as it, as it gets closer that's going to be next week or two weeks no one likes your joke I was just trying to you know Get it out there, so everybody. <laughs> but anyway, thanks to Joe Anderson and, and uh, Ron Rosenbaum, and thank you in advance to Ron Rosenbaum again Thursday, and Don Shelby hosting the show on Friday, and then I will return full time the Monday after that, which is the first mm-hmm. of February, second, mm-hmm. second, second of February. Oh, it's your birthday. <gasps> 
Groundhog's birthday. It's my birthday. I, I, it's funny. I talked to mom and I said, well, what do we need to get Alex for her birthday? And she, she said, Dan already gave me this very long list. What? No, I said Alex already gave me. Oh, you already gave her the list. I sent her three things. That's pretty long. I sent her boots, a Eat yoga it. book, and a nightlight. Forget it. That nightlight <laughs> thing is see the yoga book. Where's way that? too expensive. Oh, I think I might have sent that to Dan, but he already got me my gift, so I I'll send it expensive. to you. Uh, I have a question for you. So, um, did you hear back from uh, the, the car dealership? No, they didn't <clears> call me back yet. We got to find out. Alex is running. Alex got like two hundred thousand miles on her lease vehicles. Why don't you? (laughs) Well, it might not be quite that much, but you know what I'm saying. It has not been a good week for drivers in L.A. Leading police on high-speed chases early yesterday evening. One suspect led cops on a 100-mile-per-hour. Why is it always exactly 100 miles an hour? This guess. That's the where the governor kicks in. Governor's in at 100. Got to be 100 miles an hour. It's flying. There's no getting around. It's got to be. We're flying down the highway. I would assume that that's probably uh, Kristen. You would think? Uh, Let's do this. No, that's, prob- that's probably no. Mike from Blaine calling in about Kristen. I bet. Kristen's going to be on Skype. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's going to be on turns Skype. Out, yeah, it turns out we can now. do it. Oh, good. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. That's great news. Yeah, all the, uh, all the technical advances we're making oh, on the man. show, they're, I know it's kind of a pain in the ass for people to listen because sometimes it works. But once we get them all locked in, it's going to be fabulous. It's going to be really, really great. Really nice high-end digital quality on everything. Right, Andy? Yep. Even though I didn't It's probably going to be by Monday, I think. By Monday? I think so. That's magnificent news. Um, let me know when Kristen's about to go because I'll – well, yeah, why don't we just do the sleep number here, Catherine, because we, okay. you and I have done it for quite some time <clears throat> together. It's been a few days. My sleep number setting is 65. Catherine's is 60. Now all new sleep number beds are available with Sleep IQ technology. What it does is track your sleep so you know precisely how you're sleeping and what to do to sleep your best. Now, I haven't looked in a while because Catherine's been gone and I've been gone. And, uh, you know, two nights ago I was in a hotel, so I couldn't count that, which, by the way, I cannot sleep in hotels. Beautiful hotel in Chicago. And I just, it was quiet, everything. I just can't sleep in hotels. I can't do it. What's the problem, Catherine? It's so hard to be you. It really is hard to be me. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. I uh, just leaned over because Bella usually licks my hand when I see her. I leaned over and put my hand on. She looked like, yeah, right, and just <laughs> walked away. She's kind of strolled away on she's me. She's kind of restless right yeah, now. She is restless. No, well, now she's laying off. She was, though. She doesn't have a sleep number, but... <clears throat> Unbelievable. So she's restless. Uh, my voice, by the way, I apologize. It's a little raspy, but I've been talking for about 
six days straight now. Flying doesn't help either. Then flying doesn't help either. That that air is unbelievable. And I, I by the way, I want to thank uh, Leanne Travers. She was on uh, my flight last night coming home. Young lady who's marrying Catherine. You remember Jim Brunette on KS ninety five? You, I know. You I remember know. the name. Yes. Yeah. She's marrying Jim Brunette's son. Very nice young woman. Another young guy named Mike Feline. Uh Just a great guy. Met him on the flight, and we, we had a ball. We laughed the whole way back. Uh, Mike and Deb Feline would be Mike's parents. They've been to Vegas like uh, four times. Oh, nice. Which was cool. And then uh, Scott Cotus. His daughter, Shannon, was on the flight as well. So we got off the flight and took a bunch of pictures with people and just had a really, really nice time. So I want to thank everybody. And I thank all listeners. I mean, it's just terrific to meet you and take pictures with you and have a great time like that. It, it was it was just a really, really nice way to, to fly home, just laughing with listeners and, you know, meeting new people on stuff. So thank you very much for that. I really appreciate it. But what's great, Chicago's a wonderful city. I love Chicago. And the Chucker was with me. The plane lands. We get in the taxi to head back to the station to pick up our cars. And as the, the skyline appears, Chucker says, God, I love our city. It was Aww. just so, so cool, you know, because as great as Chicago is, Minneapolis-St. Paul is a very, very special place. It just, and it was so great to hear Chucker say, God, I love our city. And it, it was just a nice time. So thank you to, to everybody out there, and especially to Shannon and... Leanne and Mike and everybody. It was just a really, really nice time. So thank you for that time. Are we ready to go with Kristen? Oh, yeah. And we also have a caller that's not Mike from Blaine, actually. Oh, who's the caller? Laura from... Laura, what's up? Hey, welcome home. Thank you very much. Like I said, kind of got the weak voice going. But other than that, Mm. you know... Well, you get to be in Florida next weekend, so that's yeah. uh, that's a good thing. You get to see Catherine. You get to see Catherine for the first time in a we'll month. We'll see if he really shows up. Not, <laughs> the flights are already booked, and I'm I'm coming. I, what? I have I have meetings in uh, in Atlanta Thursday and Friday, but I'll be I, I get into Florida like seven forty five Friday night, a week from tonight. I'll believe it when I see it. <clears throat> and then I get to leave uh, Saturday morning at no. <laughs> I'm actually going to stay for a couple of days. I'm going to stay for a couple of days, so that'll be good. Good, good. So, Laura, how you been? I am great. Um, I know you, uh, Kristen's on the line, so I'm going to make it real quick. Okay. We want Mike to call in his Don Shelby on Friday. So we have posted... What do you want Mike to ask Don? So if people could go in there, it's a first post on that Facebook page, and don't be dirty like somebody else was today on there. But Shelby, and, no, with him, <laughs> it was well, about his, was about his thing and all. But if oh. you just add it to questions, then Mike will ask on Friday. That'll be terrific. That'll be wonderful. Don will get grilled when he shows up for TomBernardShow dot com. Bella has a chewy, doesn't she? No, it's not Bella. It's it's no, Birch. It's yeah, the chewy's great. Here, um, That's great. Birch. That's great. You got the squeaky stop. toy in the studio. Oh God, Laura, thank you so much. How do people do that again? They just go to that Facebook page and then they just add the question. It's the first post on there. All right, and then some guy was talking about his wiener last week. Is that what you're saying? Well, they want to know about Dawn's. Oh, God. Wiener. That's really great. Really great news. I'm in my cubicle, so I can't say Yes, dear. All right. Well, thank you for your call. Have a good weekend. You too, Laura. Thanks very much. Bye.
Kristen. Hi. God, it's nice talking. <laughs> I haven't talked to Kristen in a long time. It's been a week. I know. It's too long. It is too long. How are you guys doing? We're doing I think everybody's doing well. You guys in Florida doing well? Yes. Yep. It's all working. They still got that Florida thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's the humidity. It's humidity. That's great. Man. It's really nice down here. That happens down here. You get really lazy really fast. What's the temperature today? Um, I'd say it's about 78. 78 and sunny? It's really mm-hmm. nice here today. How about in Los Angeles? Oh, it's not 78 and sunny. How's that? It's super nice, though. Los Angeles today is 73 and sunny. And oh, here, I got to beat. It's yep. 40 degrees and cloudy. We're feeling what? pretty good about it. Well, for January 23rd, we'll take that every <laughs> oh, yeah. January 23rd. That's true. That is the heart of winter. Well, and there's not a cloud in the sky. The sun's coming. Oh, oh, the sun out yeah, now? The sun's yeah. out now. Oh, it is. Yeah. Good. Beautiful good. outside. I didn't wear a jacket here. I didn't either. What? I wore, uh, yeah, I wore a jacket out of my hair appointment, and I was like, it is roasting. I was sweating in my car. Kristen, uh, when I say the next words, Catherine might fall over and just pass <laughs> out. You ready? Yes. Catherine, I'm wearing a dress shirt. <laughs> you mean with buttons? Yeah, with buttons and <laughs> sleeves and buttons. Does it have a Hawaiian print on it? <laughs> By the way, no, it's short not. sleeved. Look at this. I tell people and in, in, in suits, shirts, whatever, I tell them I wear a size twenty thirty seven shirt. That's the size shirt I wear. And they go, No, you know. thirty seven. <laughs> That's, <what I> <laughs> That's no, big. Twenty, yeah, twenty thirty seven. What does that mean? 20-inch neck, 37-inch sleeves. And they constantly give me 20, 35s, and this is what I end up with. You see that? you got to go to Top Shelf on Lindale Avenue. I should go there. If you want to spend all your savings on shirts. Is that I have a very deep chest cavity. So, Well, Melina, you probably have the same problem. Oh, yeah. you got to get a 37. Because it's real tight in the back. Yeah, you see a 37-inch. Yeah, you still screw it up, though. Taller than me. Yeah, they will not give me 20, 37 shirts. But I will never again accept a twenty thirty five because this is you can see on you it's two inches too short yep. for Christ's sake. And it looks even worse if you have a jacket on. Oh, it yeah, looks terrible like, yeah. then. Anyway, let's talk to Kristen about Seth Rogen, her buddy. Oh yeah. <laughs> God, I hate him so much. Well, he's just trying to get some attention. I know. What did he do? Did he oh, eat an entire ham by himself? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that bastard, he ate the whole ham. That's going to be a highlight of the best of right there. Um, Are you sure about that? Well, no, but he, let's get on it because, I mean, don't you think you got enough attention for the interview? You like, think. Over the holidays? You think, yes. You would think, but, you know, he's come under fire for all of his American sniper <clears throat> comments. Oh, yeah. I just don't understand why why he does it. And now he's trying to say, that's not what I said at all. That's exactly what you said. Uh, and then you have Dean Kane getting into it. You have Alec Baldwin as well. <coughs> kind of amazing. Was this my phone? Whose phone was that? Sorry, that was my Someone. computer. Oh, there oh. it is. It's on my end. It's all good. Okay. Oh, way to go, Kristen. <laughs> I know. You rude, thoughtless pig. Everyone looks like me. thrown into everything. So wait a minute. I want to. I want to hear about Alec Baldwin and Dean Kane. What did they do? Well, here's the thing. Dean Cain was friends with Chris Kyle. So, uh, you know, he's on the Chris Kyle side. And then so he kind of got into it. Dean Cain got into it with Seth Rogen for his comments. The two of them were bickering back and forth on Twitter. And then, of course, Alec Baldwin needs to chime in. Of course. Did Dean Cain just threaten Seth Rogen? And isn't it the same kind of troubled thinking that got Chris Kyle killed? Oh, oh, I hate you now more than ever. Oh, gosh. 
How does it have anything to do with the way Chris Kyle got killed anyway? It has nothing to do with it. He was helping a guy with PTSD. He didn't threaten anyone. Exactly. I mean, yeah, was a wonderful... I think, you know, there's so much going on now with the, people are saying, you know, the inaccuracies of the movie, um, the, the inaccuracies of the book. Did Chris Kyle lie? So, I mean, everyone's just going back and forth on this. But the bottom line at the box office is that people love this movie. Yeah. Oh, my God. You, 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 there, uh, Star Tribune had a poll. What's the next movie you're going to see? And of uh, the thousand respondents, it was like. 999 we're going to go see American <laughs> yeah. Sniper. It was not, that, even, not even close. And you know what I think is so interesting? It really didn't make a blip when it came to like Screen Actors Guild nominations no, or no. Golden Globes because it came so late in the game and they didn't send out screeners. But it's factoring into the Oscars in terms of best actor because yeah, there's see no hotter actor right now than Bradley Cooper between Broadway, he's in Elephant Man, it's, and then it's headed to the West End um, a little later this spring. And this movie, I'm wondering if he could possibly sort of upset the whole race where everyone just thinks it's Eddie Redmayne and Michael Keaton battling it out. It could be Bradley Cooper's. No, oh, He was so amazing great. in the movie. He really was. <clears throat> oh, yeah, Catherine, I haven't talked to you. in a row of getting nominated. Right, right. So, Andy, Andy and Catherine, you liked it? I liked it. I'm after the little fact checking thing that went on. Um, I'm a little disappointed. Yeah, I don't know why he had to make stuff up. Well, apparently some of the stuff was made up for this for the uh, movie. For the yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, like you know, yeah. <clears throat> well, he didn't make 166 it up. kills isn't enough action for you. You got to put in some more. Well, and they said that they don't really keep track of all the you know every single body count and give it like you know some sort of stamp to each sniper. Understand something though. That if you're going to write a book, your publisher will make you put things in the book yeah. that aren't. Well, no, no. I mean, the movie had things that weren't in the book. But yeah. that's not his fault. He was already dead. No, I'm not saying it was his fault. Oh, okay, good. Oh, fault. oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. When you said he, I thought you meant Chris Kyle. But No, I meant Clint Eastwood. I, I assume it was his. I don't know. It was really, Kristen, it was amazing because just the other day, I think it was on Tuesday, um, we played back a little bit of it the last time I talked to Chris Kyle. And it was just to hear his voice was just really amazing. Just such a good guy that cared about other people. Yes, he did kill 166 people. So you go, wait a minute. But he's just a good, solid guy. His wife, Taya, loves him very much. And he told a story about playing Call of Duty uh, against a 12-year-old boy. He was just kicking his ass. And he says to the kid, listen. I'm a real Navy SEAL. It was very, very funny. Where have you heard that? Oh, God. Yes, right. Exactly. Where have you? Who, who's ever heard that before? Oh, I have. I used to work with them. Come yes, on. you had. You heard it many, 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 many times. So I got to get out. I have not seen anything yet. And I'm really pissed off because I thought I had DVR'd Backstrom and I forgot. Uh, so that I don't have the first episode. And it's not going to be on again until January 31st when I'm going to be out of town again. I... I but did you, did you watch vote it? on the SAG Awards? I know you're a Screen Actors Guild yeah. member. Yeah, because they were go to the SAG Awards. I no, thought you never vote. Oh, vote. vote. Okay, I was like, yeah, the, the voting closed today. I think at like noon. Mm. So yeah, um, I thought Eddie Redmayne was terrific. I thought uh, Theory of Everything was just wonderful. Um, I didn't like Birdman. I hated Birdman. I thought, and then by the way, I thought the acting was terrific. So I shouldn't say I hated the movie because the acting was wonderful in it. Everybody in it was good. It's just this artsiness, very artsy with the drumming in the background. It was just not my kind of movie at all. And didn't that drumming get nominated for best soundtrack? Yeah, 
Tell me it didn't win. No. Okay, thank God. So, I Kristen, how did you vote? To music forever. How did you vote, Kristen? How did I vote? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal my votes. Oh, I, well, then I, don't. Yeah, don't reveal your votes if you don't want to. No, but you know, here's the thing. Um, I think that the toughest category is going to be for best leading actor. I do think it's. I, I think there's a lot of sentimentality for Michael Keaton's performance. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you look at the physical transformation that Eddie Redmayne had to do, oh. and. Um, you know, it's hard because they've been kind of splitting the vote. And right now the categories have been split in comedy versus drama. Yeah. words, it's lumped all into one category. So this is where we're going to get a more clear indication as to what might happen at the Oscars. But like I said, Bradley Cooper isn't in the mix and he won't be in the mix until we see Oscars on February 22nd. So is, I kind of yeah. like the excitement because all the other categories – for me, they're they're done deals. Like you've got Julianne Moore who's going to win, Patricia Arquette who's going to win, and Julianne Moore will win for Still Alice, Patricia Arquette for Boyhood, and I think on the supporting actor side, J.K. Simmons delivered just a, a yeah. spot-on performance in Whiplash. And if you guys – I think I said it to you before, but if you haven't seen the movie, it's so good. Yeah, it's what everyone says that Whiplash is just fantastic. One of the best of the year and a great jazz soundtrack if you like jazz. Um, I just think that they did a great – um, they just handled the movie really well. Miles Teller, you know, young actor, he's really picking and choosing good projects. You know, he's doing the Divergent, so he's got his franchise film, but he's doing good work in the indie film too. Yeah, I think it, it's it's kind of. I really really hate the fact that I haven't had time to go see any movies because there are several more that I've wanted to see. Some of the ones that SAG sent me, I, I haven't watched. Like Boyhood, I have no interest in watching some kid grow up. I couldn't care less. Cake. What is cake? What the hell is that? Oh, no idea what that oh is. let me let me go off on this one. This is um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> let me go off on this one. This is um, uh, Jennifer Aniston. She plays a woman who suffers from chronic pain after getting into um, an accident with her son. Um, tragically, the son the son passes away, and I, I got to tell you, like. It was one of those things that I get why Jennifer Aniston did it, and she's good in these roles, and she needs to do more of these type of roles. Like, she's a good... What uh, happened? Kristen gone? Uh, yeah. She went oh, away. Oh, no. Uh, you can hear us, though, right? Yep. Yeah. Phil? Can hear you, Phil. Oh, oh yep. she's she back. Kristen, you dropped for a second. Oh, I did? Where did I go? I don't know. You just went away for a second. Where did I end? Well, you, were um, you said that Jennifer Aniston needs to take more of these type of roles. Okay, yeah, she needs to take more of these type of roles where uh, dramatic roles versus the sophomoric humor or the romantic mm-hmm. comedy. But the movie's not great. Let's just put it that way. And I don't know why she was in the award show mix, but she's on the right track if she wants to be in the award show mix. Let's put it. If that you way. had to guess, how many rom coms would you say she has been in? Oh God. Oh, I don't. I mean, it feels like endless. It feels like yeah, it mm-hmm. does. And they're all the same. And I don't – she's not Sandra Bullock in terms of charm. No. Do you know what I mean? Like Sandra Bullock can still get away right, with it. Right. Uh, Meg Ryan got away with it for a really long time too. You, you didn't sit there and worry about it too much, Reese Witherspoon. But you do reach a limit where you're like you have to do something else. Right. No, I agree with that. Yeah. No, no, I do have to ask you a question because uh, this is just what I've heard. I haven't seen it. I've, I've seen two trailers I think. I have heard that Mordecai is the worst movie ever made. <laughs> it is getting horrible reviews. Oh, it's tracking no. for less than $6 million this weekend, which 
makes it a huge flop. And in fact, it'll be Johnny Depp's fifth consecutive flop as a leading man. Fifth? Really? It's on pace. Yeah, if it stays on pace, and I think it will, because it's going to get killed this weekend by American Sniper. And you've got, you know, you still have Jennifer Lopez, Thriller, The Boy Next Door. You've got a Disney animated kids film, Strange Magic. Those are all going to beat it easily. So um, look for Johnny Depp's rate <laughs> to go down significantly in 2015. Oh, He's not going to make as much money. Don't you, you said it made $9 million? Six million. Six million. Its budget was sixty million. Holy cow! That's a lot of money gone. A lot of money gone. Remember, you know Johnny Depp oftentimes gets points on the back end, which he's not going to get for this one. But he get he commands a huge fee. He's expensive, and I have to say, I just saw Into the Woods this week, and I thought. I've seen him. You know, he played the big bad wolf. I'm like, I'm tired of him and his yeah. eyeliner. And <laughs> I agree. It, do something. Go back to indie film. You have tons of money. For you, earning $100,000 is going to be nothing in your bank account. No, it's absolutely amazing that a guy that talented takes horrible roles after role. Like you said, the eyeliner. And then mm. it was the weird hairstyle. <laughs> and then it was, I, we're sick of it, Johnny. Act. Yeah, yeah, he don't just walk loves to through. do that kooky thing he all does. the time now. He does, it's true. It's exhausting is what it is. It yeah. is exhausting. Um, well, hey, it wasn't directed by uh, Tim Burton, so no. that's, that's a change of pace. That right. is a change of pace. And that also but, means- you know, lots of other people are in this film. You know, It is an ensemble film, so it's going to be a bomb for Gwyneth Paltrow and Ewan McGregor and Olivia Munn and Jeff Goldblum and Olivia uh, Oliver Platt. So big, mm. huge bomb. Yeah, it's unfortunate. What are you going to do? I still haven't seen The Gambler yet either, and that hasn't gotten great. And by the way, Strange Magic has gotten horrible reviews. Yeah, which is kind of interesting because it is a Disney animated kids film, and right. those usually, even if they're mediocre, they usually sail by with decent reviews. Um, we'll see what happens at the box office, but you know, be, being that it's a family film, it should do okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would think so. Well, thanks for being with us. You know, a week is too long, but that's what we got. What are you going to do? Uh, what are you going to do? Um, I'll see you guys. Next week I'll be in New Orleans, but I'll, I'll talk to you guys. I'll be around. Big shot. Why are you going to Big New shot. Orleans? I- I'm actually going for fun. You're going for <laughs> Fat not, Tuesday? But, uh, I'm gonna, my boyfriend's working there, but um, I'll be spending Sunday and Monday with Bill Clinton and Chelsea for their oh, health initiatives. Here so. we go. Maybe I've got some scoop for you next week. Why don't you bring Seth Rogen with you? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kristen. You bet. Have a good one. You hate, too. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen. Hate New Orleans. I'm not a fan no. at all. Ever since the 09 NFC Championship yeah. game. No. Oh, just, God. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Well, the city itself yeah, is the not city my But they saved the city, you yeah. guys. The Saints saved that yeah. city. Yeah, don't bullshit. forget that. We will take a break here from the Sleep Number Studios. Back in 90 seconds on TomBernardShow.com. All right, that is going to do it for part one uh, from the Sleep Number Studios, TomBernardShow.com. We'll be back in about seven minutes. We have some audio coming up to kick off the show, right? Hmm? Chris Bliss is at Acme. Chris will be in studio. Chris, very, very funny guy, very good guy, too. A lot of great stuff coming up. Andy and Catherine from Florida. Alex, Dan in studio, along with Mike and Mike, Molina and Rasmussen. Be right back in about seven or eight minutes, part two of TomBernardShow.com. 